2019 edition and let's recap what happened last week another three-day weekend voting contest for country week happened last week it was a very tight race for the top it was between amber hargett's carolina blue and the nautical themes wanted more of course the other six tracks and artists that were in it everyone came out and voted to um the dayton any music madness facebook page and very close vote by a total of four votes the nautical theme in their track wanted more defeated Amber Hargett's Carolina Blue, 15 to 11. So the duel from Dayton, Ohio, they beat out the country field. They will join the typical Johnsons in J Webb, aka MC Picket Fence, in the final four. And they were excited when they got the news that they won. They were very happy. They will be joining us for the July 16th podcast taping of the championship show, in which on that night the champion will be crowned. There'll be a championship plaque, along with various other prizes and hopefully some cash money. 
Now when it comes to the cash money part, we're trying to raise that through Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Ohio is on fire. You can buy a $1, $5, $25, or $100 tier. You get benefits with each of those packages and all the money that is um, spent on the tiers. It's going to go to the Dayton Zing Music Madness cash prize pool. It'll be distributed in four ways. At the moment, we have raised zero. Of course, we have the free vote for Facebook for the Zayn Zing Music Madness. It's on Facebook every Friday when we release an episode during them 2019. You can vote for free, but of course, on Thursdays is when I open up the early voting, paid voting. And of course, you can vote one more time. And you can help your favorite artist win. All you got to do is pay just a little bit more, at least $1, and you'll have access to an additional pool. You can vote once again for your favorite artist. And, of course, the money, once again, it's going to go towards this year's Dayton's Any Music Madness 2019. So please see that today. And, of course, later on in the show, you're going to hear the rest of the interview that I had with Todd the Fox. Last week was part one. And on this episode... We'll have an additional 20 minutes of great bantering between myself and Todd the Fox. We talk about a lot of things. We talk about his favorite booker. We talk about technology in the future. And we talk about other things that Todd the Fox cares about. That's at the end of the show, though. It's after we play the last track. As on this episode, we have eight new tracks as part of Pop Week. Of course, I start off with Bishop Battle. And on this episode, we're going to have BJSR. We're going to have Hutchdown, Lisa Belladonna, Maveen, Milu, Slug Brothers, and 500 square feet of pastries. That's coming up on the show. So let's get to the music. The next track that I'm going to feature, he is based out of Dayton, Ohio, and he's been making noise in the area for quite some time. But performing under the moniker BJSR, Benjamin J.S. Rivette weaves intricate guitar, looped beatboxing, and layered vocals to a seamless expression of emotion. So let's get to it. Here is BJSR with The Runner. I will run after this girl, run around the whole damn world, but at least I'll see some sights along the way. I may trip I may fall, it's part of the journey after all That's what my parents always say expectations of me you may push 
I may pull I'm full of determination I full full of that you see
man, I'm just a man, I'm just a man, I'm just a man, I'm just a Seth Hutchinson from Hutchtown and their track Just a Man. I played Seth Hutchinson who is a part of Hutchtown along with his sister Sarah Hutchinson. And of course up next we have an instrumental pop artist. She tours Japan and Europe. She's became well known throughout the Eastern Hemisphere as long as parts of the Western Hemisphere especially here in the state of Ohio. She is a woman who wants to make the magic happen in her music in her life. I am talking about Lisa Belladonna. I'm going to play her track, Paraphonic Perledrum. You're listening to Ohio is on Fire.
She gets the love of millions Like I'm the bad guy You just heard Maeveen and her track, The Bad Guy. She was a finalist for the Yoko Ono Songwriting Challenge down in Cincinnati back in 2018. Of course, Yoko Ono Songwriter Challenge, they, ver they visit various parts of the United States and other parts of the country. In Cincinnati, they had one in 2018 because Maeveen is a young songstress who's writing good music for herself. She wanted the world to know that she is the bad guy, as you heard it just now here on Ohio's on Fire as part of Dayton's Indie Music Madness 2019. Our next track is part of this year's tournament. He was in it last year, and he's back again to shine a light on the EMD music scene within the Miami Valley of Ohio. It is Malou. He's back again. Here's Malou and his track, Sunline Sail. You're listening to Ohio is on Fire. Thank you. 
just now you heard the Slug Brothers from their album Addict Harvest. It was their track, Beethoven Tonight. They are three brothers who want to raise the bar on the Dayton music scene and throughout the world. And they are very happy to be part of this year's Dayton's Indie Music Madness. And they want to win. They want to show the world what they got and maybe they'll win. You can vote for them now at facebook.com slash group slash Dayton's Indie Music Madness. You can vote for them or any of the artists that you like, that you want to see win, and go to the Final Four and win prizes at the Final Four. And to give a heads up on the um, final voting, where's the voting for this um, Week 4 pop, it's going to happen Friday, 8 p.m., and ends at midnight, or it'll be right before midnight on Sunday. So you have three days to vote, and then after that, we'll take a little hiatus for the 4th of July holiday. The final vote for the Final Four is going to take place, going to take place from Tuesday, July 9th, the Tuesday, July 16, and of course, the last hour when we find out who wins Danes in the Music Madness will take place at Froto Build Bar. We will either stream it, we'll record the podcast, we might stream, depends on if the streaming capabilities work, as I will experiment with my streaming abilities. But an episode will be filmed and made to celebrate the occasion. Once again, we'll have the typical Johnsons. They are defending their title from last year. They're back in the finals as they won Rock Week. And then the winner of Hip Hop R&B Week, J-Webb, a.k.a. MC Picket Fence, along with Cut a Mac, that their track Never Be, win their block, and they'll be at the taping for Photo Bill Bar on July 16th. And of course, the nautical theme, as we learned earlier in this show, they won Country Week. They're going to be part of the Final Four. And now one of these eight pop artists will be invited to the Final Four at Photo Bill Bar on Tuesday, July 16th. A little time. We have one last track, and then we'll have our continued interview with Todd the Fox. He is the leader of the Todd the Fox Trio, and he's a he is an inspiring podcaster here in the Dane, Ohio market. Um, and he's a great. I had a fun time interviewing Todd the Fox, so you'll hear part two rather this track because his next track. These are guys who started from nothing and they're climbing very hard to get to the next little thing, even if it's not that much more than what they had. Their motto is that they are a bunch of punk kids living their dream. And they're going to live their dream right now here on Dane's Indie Music Madness 2019. This band is 500 square feet of pastries. And they released a track three months ago. And they want this to win, Dane's Indie Music Madness. And if they win, they said they're going to go to Disney World. And they'll find a way in. I don't think I have enough money to pay their way into Disney World. So they might sneak in. Well, who knows. But here's 500 square feet of pastries with love note to Jim. Oh, it was me. 
concerts in your day and you've had to work with many music bookers who is your favorite music booker to work with like is this your chance to shout out someone who's really good uh, you know there's uh, there's all kinds of uh, all kinds of people and you know it's it's dangerous to start name dropping in this business because it's all about it's all about who you know in relationships and who you're gonna know tomorrow and okay. relationships with them yeah I will say uh, I think as evidenced by the places that we play regularly um, you know, there are certain venues that have treated us really well, so we keep coming back. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that would be a great chance to look at the, the dates on ToddTheFox.com. You can see what, what we're doing, where we've been, where yes. we're going. Um, my favorite booker are the ones that uh, tell you they're going to pay you a lot of money and then pay you a lot of money. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, the, you know, then there's all, also some people. Um, there's a cat that goes around town who uh, he's seriously got some kind of something wrong with him that... Uh, oh. I, I don't want to call any names out here, but uh, he, he definitely considers himself a booker. Yeah. And he has 
turned more people off than than he ever should have. Yeah, there are some controversial people out there. I think I might know who you're talking about, so wink, wink. I will keep that under just, the rug. Yeah, just uh, if, you, if you need to park your car for free, he can hook you up. He, well, he'll claim he can hook you up. Fair enough. Yeah, fair, that's a fair statement. Yeah. Um, now, I want to talk about podcasting because one of the reasons I... Well, there was many reasons why I want to talk to you today, but like me, you are deeply into the podcast community. Of course, we here at Pro to Build Bar, once a month, we have the podcast meetups, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I'm going to try to go again in June. Well, actually, that's next week. If not, if not next week, then it'll be July, but it's definitely on my radar every month. So I want to know, what podcasts do you listen to? What are your favorites right now? Well, you know, they... Uh I, I downloaded the Podkicker Pro app on my phone. Okay. Is, so just, I mean, just full disclosures going down the list. Stuff like Walking the Floor, yeah. 99% Invisible, Adam Carolla's show, Adam yeah. Ruins Everything's show, yeah. Bill Corbett from uh, the Rift Tracks guys, yeah. Dan Carlin's Hardcore History is one of my absolute all-time favorites. <laughs> like, um, the, uh, you see stuff uh, oh, yeah. from the proscenium, though, that, uh, the guys who run the, the theater, the Mayflower Theater up in Troy. Okay. Um, that's their local podcast. Uh, oh, so they do what, like what, Douglas movies? Oh no, it's called From the Proscenium. Oh, I got the two mixed up. Yeah, okay, yeah, From sorry. the Proscenium. Yeah, so it's uh, and you know they they do episodes with movie reviews and yeah. they also you know just kind of shoot the bull like we're doing. Yeah. Of course, Gym City podcast. Of course. Uh, Harmon Town, Dan Harmon's podcast. Yeah, Dan um, Harmon. I you know I'm just cherry picking here. Like last last podcast on the left is. Usually pretty funny. Improv for Humans with Matt Besser. He's the guy that's... I'm impressed. you got a giant collection here. Yeah. This no is Guitar is Safe is, is solid. Um, Pin Gillette's Pin Sunday School. Okay. Planet Money. Uh, Reply All is a nationally syndicated one that uh, by a company called Gimlet Media that is yeah. fantastic if you like tech and human stories. Yeah. It's kind of like Radiolab or yeah. or uh, that kind of thing, but also, but also dealing with uh, tech. So... You know, I'm not going to read my entire list here. I, I know, it will be a Tales lot. from the Hard Side, you know, Izzy Rock would probably... That's his other podcast. Love for me to shout that out. Yes. The, the Dollop is a history comedy podcast that's fantastic. Yes. If you don't if you don't think you like history, listen to The Dollop and you'll you'll realize how funny and awesome I'll it is. I'll check going. into it. I haven't heard of that one. Um, you know. Absolutely. But uh, the, the few that I listen to, there's a podcast I really like. It's called Your Favorite Band Sucks. <laughs> okay. And it's really, it's really funny because literally... Is these guys that they're from Great Britain? Okay. They crap on every mainstream band and artist that ever was, because they think the only good music there is is the ones that do it from their basement. So there was they did a two-part on Metallica. It was hilarious. They they got upset. I guess James Hatfield from Metallica. He once kicked a puppy. I did not know about this, and I'm not I'm not, I'm not cool with that. So I did. They Metallica slid down the oh, chart. Hold on, I'm going to stop you there for a second. All You're right. saying that this podcast is is anti puppy kicking. They're anti-puppy kicking. You're going to take a hard stance on anti-puppy kicking. Well, the people PETA would. I mean, they said he kicked the dog hard. Right, that's just, I'm just, I'm just, out, man. I'm just, I'm just bust your balls. It's cool. Yeah. I don't think he killed the dog, but, you know, it, that is kind of douchey. To... It, is, it is pretty shitty. Uh, no, it's, it's fine. Pretty, it is pretty bad that he uh, would kick a dog. That's, uh, you know. Anyways, that's, that's an example. But, yeah, I love that. podcast is funny. Um, of course, with podcasting, there's so many different genres out there to two. That are touchy, which I, I don't feed myself on any of these two, but that's religion and politics. So I just want to know you personally, whether it's in your music or the podcast that you deal with, how do you handle religion and politics in your life? Well, you know, it's uh, I, I'm a firm believer of, you know, everybody's allowed to believe whatever they want to believe. Yes. I'm, I'm a firm believer in the First Amendment kind of stuff. First Amendment. I know uh, in our 
for example, in our band, there's th there's three of us. Yes. Uh, and uh, one of us is goes to services every every week. Okay. Like one of us is religious. Okay. Um, the other two of us don't go to services. Okay. And we have our own personal belief structures. Um, I personally tend to fall into the uh, you've you've heard of like like militant believers or militant atheists. I'm a militant agnostic. I don't know and neither do you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like I, I, I think it's uh it's not my place to judge people. At the same time, you know, we uh we try to with a band, I don't think uh the Todd the Fox band is supposed to be about having a good time. Yeah. Coming together with friends and family. Yeah. Getting the neighborhood together and having a having a party kinda. Yeah. Like that's that kind of environment. It's you know, it's where they're yeah. We're there to uh, make you make you dance and uh, find your love. We're not we're not yes. to uh, to preach to somebody, and we're we're not we're definitely not there to raise money for a political cause. Uh, absolutely, yeah. You guys are fun. Yeah. Having having said that, you know that I'm not going to say that. You know. Well, I mean, it's it's the kind of thing where you know, like, on the the Beatles, they had very specific political opinions that they expressed. Yeah. Elvis Presley had specific political opinions. He he expressed. Yeah, and so I'm not going to say people should not use their art for their political opinions, but uh, you know, my art I want to use to have everybody have a good time and everybody yeah. come together. I, yeah. I don't want. I'm not trying to make a us versus them kind of thing. Yeah, it's, definitely. You know, that's that's also you know, and I I, kind of, I try to live that. Like everybody's allowed to think whatever they want to think. And yeah, absolutely. Including me not liking what you think. <laughs> well, yeah, I do think you can. Someone could take it way too far with their opinions. I'm fine with freedom of speech. As long as they're not hurting someone, or they're fretting to hurt someone, or the things that they're kicking dogs, and they're not kicking dogs, <laughs> absolutely. I think we can all agree on that, right? Yeah. So that's, but the latter, what I was talking about, take, when someone takes it away, that's called extremism. Whereas we had some extreme group that was here two weeks ago that wasn't very welcomed. Someone like that, I think they, someone like that takes it way too far. Uh, yeah, agreed. I, it, and you know, I have my, and I guess that's what I'm trying to say is like I have my personal opinions about those people yeah and there's a lot of four letter words involved in yeah those of course yeah uh there's you know i have uh, personal opinions on the way that the city handled that and I, I think it was personally i think it may have been mishandled yeah um i think the the money that was spent was spent in a way that we definitely could have used a couple days later when those tornadoes rolled yeah and destroyed i agree lives. but you know i think that that's the that's the universe kind of laughing at us and showing us that you know like we Spend all this money and wasted all this time on Saturday fighting these the extremists. Yeah, these ext that's the most polite way to say it. That's, yeah, you're, you're a politician, man. <laughs> but uh, but then you know you saw a couple days later like how neighborhoods came together. How you know I I was you can probably hear in my voice I've been sick since since last week because um, I've been going down almost every day into the tornado zones doing stuff. Oh, so, I didn't so, know about this. Yeah, so, and, and okay. you know, and like most of the people I know has has had a hand in somehow trying to help out. You know, because I was I was barely affected. I lost power for you know, yeah, the part of the week. Oh man! But you know, do you have it back now? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. They uh, we were one of the last uh, one of the last. I was about a mile and a half from from one of the big heavy hitted areas. Yeah. So like, if you know where the Valley Troy Street area yeah. is, I, I live about a mile and a half from there. So yeah. So we didn't get power until until the weekend. Okay. So we spend the entire week without power. Man, Having said that, yes. know, I'm not going to complain because there's still people without a home. Yeah, it was way worse for a lot of people. Yeah. But I wanted I, I have watched the news um, on it from time to time. Now, um, 
yeah, Dayton got, got way worse. I know where I come from in Xenia, Green County, we did have like an F1 touchdown, so it was very minor. No one got killed, or I don't think anyone got injured. There was property damage, mostly in Beaver Creek, but that was about it. Um, Dayton and, Bill, and Brookville was the worst. Um, did anyone die? I haven't catch that. Did anyone uh, actually die there were in a, Dayton? There were a few deaths, but they were attributed to mostly uh, to, uh, from what I heard, they tended to be like older people. So people, older people. So people who are susceptible to like changes in their environment. So like, you know, yeah, a young they, person, if the power goes out and they don't have their medication, they'll probably suffer through and make it. Man. An old person, if you, if you, the power goes out and you live off a breathing machine, Oh man, that's gonna be a bad time. So, like from what I understood, it was that kind of situation. Did man. you hear this story? Just just down here at the uh, the pizza place down here on Main Street. Uh, yes. Uh, did you hear the story about like they didn't know what was going on? They opened up the back door to look out the back door. And yeah. One of the employees got sucked out the back door, and another employee ran over and grabbed and pulled him back in, and they shut the door and everybody evacuated to the basement. Like that kid literally saved someone's life like pulled him out of the air and pulled him back into the building man how crazy is that that sounds like a scene from a movie it so really is, so yeah. he could have this kid could have died potentially yeah more than likely i guess because yeah. i'm thinking a tornado a, a strong tornado wind like that probably sucks the breath out of you i imagine well yeah they did probably they say it was uh it was one of them that came through was like an e4 which that's like yeah. almost like 200 miles an hour wind. That's like the second strongest type of tornado. Yeah, you, you don't think of wind being that big of a deal, but like, man, like if, if the wind blows like 80 miles an hour, you're like, yeah. oh, hang on, you know? Yeah. Like, can you imagine a 200 mile an hour wind just man. lift you right off the ground? Man, all so, right. Yeah, that that kid is a hero if I ever heard of one. He is. I'll have to check into that. Maybe that's a news story. Um, damn, that's amazing. Um, I want to know, um, this was a big news article recently. They, iTunes, I guess, is going away, or, or it's going to change dramatically. What do you think of iTunes changing? What's happening to it? Well, you know, um, I've, I've been uh, hip to podcasts since before they were called podcasts, yes. since before they were iPods. I, I've, you know, I, I remember trying to record uh, what I was calling internet radio shows back yeah. In the early 2000s, with these little uh, these little voice recorders that yeah. were terrible quality. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, uh, you know, back in those days, you'd have to find a website and you'd have to download the, you know, you, so like you'd have to draw traffic to your website and then download that from your website. Yeah. The uh, the um, then of course the iPod came around with iTunes and that yeah. that simplified the whole process to where you just had to get your stuff onto there. Yes. Um, chances are they're going to. Uh, I'm guessing they're just like diversifying, so they'll probably be like a podcasting division of iTunes. Okay. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah, I heard that there's just going to be divisions now. It won't be the iTunes that we know. But you know, truthfully, as long as as long as you know whoever's running their their podcast has a couple brain cells to rub together, they can figure out. Like I said, I don't. I've got an Android phone. I don't use iTunes for anything. I've, but, I've never used iTunes. Oh, okay. So, but somehow I figured out how to buy MP3s. Yeah. Somehow I figured out how to like, for instance. I can't say enough about this uh, app. I'm not even paid for this. They they should pay me for this. Yeah. Podkicker Pro. So, yes. Uh, that's that's one of the best. I was using Stitcher for a long time. Yeah. But Stitcher eats up your data so bad. Yeah. Podkicker, you can stream. They can stream to your phone, or you can just download the episodes to your phone. Yeah. The same way that iTunes does it. Absolutely. But uh, Podkicker Pro is uh, cross cross platform, and uh, you yeah. know it's it's funny if iTunes goes away. Yeah. Podkicker will still be around. Absolutely. <laughs> and so I'll still be able to I'll still be able to listen to the Pete Holmes show or This American Life or you know 
Yes, and the people of Podkickers should pay you. That was an amazing ad for them. <laughs> that was an amazing ad for them just now. Yeah, if, if anyone from Podkicker wants to send me uh, ten dollars, uh, my you can do, you can give me a a tip at toddthefox.com. There's a tip the band page if you like what we do. And as this manager, I get 25%. You can send that to Ohio's on Fire Show at gmail.com. And they can't see my thumbs up right now, but I'm thumbs up. Um, I have a few more questions sure, for sure. you. Um, I want to talk about holograms for some reason. I know in, in music concerts, it's happened a few times. There was a, that Tupac hologram at Coachella a few years ago. Then there was a Michael Jackson one. They did one of the Beatles. I just wonder when thought when Todd the Fox dies a few years from now. Well, no, not that bad. I mean, maybe 20 years from now. Is there going to be a Todd the Fox hologram? You know, I feel like we need to get to work on that. I feel okay. Like, I feel like I've talked into microphones long enough to where you could probably you could probably simulate my voice, yeah. my personality. Yeah. But I need to figure out a way to to get in front of a camera to to catch my yeah. what I look like. That way, I have a good hologram. Yeah, scanning. Yeah, they need they use some image scanning to make that possible. I wonder if Proto Build Bar here has got one. They don't, but that could be the next big thing. Like once they make billions of dollars off what they're doing now, their next big thing needs to be um, scanning for holograms. I know people do have like conflicting views. Some people said it's not really them. You're kind of taking their real essence and making it into a computer. So there's there's a big debate on holograms. I just but it sounds like to me you'd be cool beans. With, I guess you're fine with holograms at concerts. You, uh, you know, I've never, I've never seen one of those holographic concerts like that. Yeah. Having said that, you know, like in my younger days when I was going to uh, a lot of uh, heavier band shows. Yeah. There, you know, like there would always be an awesome light show. There would a lot of the time be an awesome video show. That yeah. Would. So like, you know, it's, it's not unreasonable to use technology to further the art form. Okay. Uh, where it starts getting weird is. Uh, are they going to have the holograms write the songs too? Yeah. Are they going to, you know, and like, it yeah. sounds funny, but like, there's artificial intelligence right now that, um, there's a guy on YouTube called Adam Neely. Yeah. And, and like, he will explore like all kinds of different ideas in uh, music. And he's, he's found, a couple weeks ago, he, he found evidence where like somebody had published a song that was completely artificial intelligence generated it was a song written by ai okay and like the big question was who gets the royalty for that yeah because you know if it's artificial intelligent that's who created the song yeah not the people who created the ai at, at a certain point there's going to be an issue where you know we have a i don't know like the guys from like muse or something like that yeah you know they're going to be dead and gone at a certain point yeah but like they've left a whole giant body of work to where in their style, an AI type of machine could yeah. recreate not only their image and their voices, yeah. but also their writing style. And then at, like, that gets to be a weird place, you know what I mean? Yeah, it would be. You know. Yeah. Ha having said that, we're going to be doing the Play Music on the Porch Festival here in a couple months. Yeah. No microphones, just acoustic, the old-fashioned way that they used to do it. Yes. You know, 100 years ago, so, I don't know. <laughs> There's yeah. always going to be room for people to... For people to create their own art, I guess. Yeah, some way, somehow, whether it's robots or real people. <laughs> but um, now, um, I got this question. You do do a lot of writing, and of course, what you do takes a lot of um, preparing and writing. Have you ever had? Have you ever had writer's block? And if you did, how was you able to handle it? Uh, you know, my like that. That is, I would hate to admit how much writer's block plagues us. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the our trick is we just power through. If we can't come up with something new today, we're just gonna. We might make a different arrangement on an older song. So I like, for instance, we recently resurrected a ten-year-old song that I was not super happy with, and okay. we accidentally found a, a style where uh, it actually worked. And it's not the typical Todd the Fox thing, but every time we've played it, we've gotten a compliment on it. So awesome! You know, people, people literally like came up to me afterwards, like, "Oh my God, that was the, the best song in the whole set." Was this one that I'm not even comfortable with? You know, okay. it's, it comes from rewriting an old song so that, yeah. that's one way to get out of that that hole is to if you're not coming up with new stuff rewrite old stuff and maybe you'll find something new there absolutely uh, another is is uh find something else to do okay so for instance uh i always tell people i like to hang out with creative minded people so um i've got some friends who started a youtube channel that's uh the dos dollar store dudes okay they call themselves and they do reviews on like dollar store food and i yeah. food and items and all kinds of stuff yeah um we have uh, been in talks with them about producing an actual DATV television show. Yeah. So instead of a seven-minute little, you know, camera in the park kind of thing, we actually want to do, like, full production value with green screens. And, yeah. And, you know, actors and write-out segments and actually do, like, a half-hour show with them. Yeah. And so, like, I've never been a TV producer. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm, a, I'm about to learn how to be a TV producer. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, it's that kind of thing. You, you, you know, like, if, if you get stuck writing music then you know start talking to a, a podcast recorder or if you get stuck podcasting you know maybe yes. learn how to do you know 3d printing and like make something or whatever just the, the idea is to constantly keep those juices flowing and maybe they're not coming out of this pipe they're coming out of that pipe absolutely and i do agree that's something that that it's helped me over the years i don't know if i would say i've had writer's blog because i hear that means you can't really write anything i just have like I will have periods where I can't think of any good ideas, especially, of course, when I do this podcast, and for years I did the college radio version of this, mm -hmm. you have to come up with something new every week. Yeah. And that can be a challenging task. And you can burn out if you let that control your life. That, that's happened to me a few times. I burn out because I feel like the show was controlling me and I wasn't controlling the show. So that's something that I've done. I've learned to branch out to other activities. Yeah. And that's something I try. I, I can, so I can personally relate to that because there's so because you really there's so much more in the world than the one thing that you're doing. Like music is great, and for, my, for myself, it's podcasting. <clears throat> but that's really that should be like maybe twenty percent of your life. Just there, go on an adventure, plan a vacation, love someone, go on a date, do something. Absolutely, you know. There's always you know, always uh, I've got a ton of uh, friends in the filmmaking biz. Uh, the low to no budget film biz. Yeah, you know. yeah. And, uh, you know, because of that, I've had the opportunity to, I, I acted in a cowboy movie with uh, yeah. Al Snow, the wrestler. Yes, I've heard of him. Yeah, I remember like like 15 years ago when, you know, he, yes. he, was, he was a big, he was big, a big time wrestler. wrestler right? Yeah, he was. And uh, a couple years ago, I, I got to be in a cowboy movie with him. So I got to, <laughs> me and him got to be uh, out on the range. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've had the opportunity to put on monster makeup and be a, a rubber mask monster in a monster movie, you know. That was the Henry Kuto directed film. Uh, the, yeah, the cowboy movie was. Yeah, it was called Calamity Jane's Revenge. Absolutely, can, I, I have heard. I want to see it because there's a few. I like Henry Kuto. I want to see some of his films. I just haven't had the time. But that's definitely one I want to see because I saw Al Snow in that cowboy hat. I was sold because I'm a big wrestling fan. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, well, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, you definitely need to check it out. Um, I actually did a the musical score for that film too. So okay. I got to do double duty with you know writing score. Yeah. And then also actually. Carrying a six gun and 
traipsing through the woods without us. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's, well, I'm jealous. I want to do that. <laughs> um, but we, we were talking about probably this is really the last question I have for you today, but what projects should we be looking forward from you in the near future or in a, maybe five years from now if you have any long-term plans? You know, uh, shamefully, I don't know that I actually have any long-term plans. Okay. I've been uh, teasing a Christmas album. That, like an EP that we we got we got the opportunity to play the big giant uh, Christmas celebration that the yeah. city of Dayton had. City of Dayton uh, has uh, been very generous to me and asked uh, specifically the downtown Dayton partnership has asked me to do all kinds of events for them. Okay. And you know I I, I got to be on the parade float, so uh, it's one of those things where like you see Christmas parades when you're a kid, and yeah. then I actually got to be on the float last year. So awesome. I, I'm all excited about that stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, obviously we've, we've been we've been writing and recording and then re-recording and then re-re-re-recording an album here for the last uh, 18 months or so. Every, yeah. every time we, we think we get close, we kind of scrap it and redo it because it's like, oh, we can do that better. That sounds better. You know, like we've added this part or that part of that sort of thing. Yes. Of course, uh, like I teased the uh, Dos Dollar Store Dudes yes. television show, DosDollarStoreDudes.com. Uh, and of course... Uh, any movie projects and stuff. I've, I've got a couple. I've got a couple local filmmakers who I'm working with to write music scores for them. Yeah. For their, so like, if you keep your ears open, somehow you'll probably hear music of mine. Yeah. And you might even see me on TV somewhere. <laughs> well, I hope so. Well, Todd, it's been my pleasure. Um, I definitely got to. Well, those. I'm really impressed by your collection of podcasts. There was some I haven't even heard of. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm working on it myself. And um, I mean, I'll definitely, if I don't see you this Tuesday, I think the next podcast means it's Tuesday. There's okay. one every month. I'll, I'll definitely come to the July one. But yeah. I'll definitely be around. I'll definitely be seeing you around. Definitely any of your, any of your listeners who are interested in checking out the, the local podcasting scene, yes. they definitely want to come. Yeah, even, right here at Froto Build Bar. It's place to be. Even if you just hang out and like meet people afterwards, you don't have to say a word during the meeting. Yeah. Like there's all kinds of cool people, like people doing stuff you'd never expect. Yes. But, you know, I, I actually bought a, I met a girl who, uh, she, she makes her own uh, condiment sauce called Mutt Sauce. Yes. And she, she's got her own podcast and, you know, I started talking to her about podcasting and acting and modeling and stuff like that. And it turns out she also produces like hamburger sauce. Yes. I guess it's everything sauce technically, but uh, but yeah, and it, you know, like when I asked her about it, she's actually got it in the local grocery stores, like Kroger and stuff like that. Man, so, like, that's that's pretty amazing. That like, that's a lot of work to get something on a, a national grocery store yes. shelf. You know, so you never know who you're going to meet, and you never know unless you try. Plus, yes, it's a cool place to hang out. Yeah, it's a great place. I do vouch for it because even whether you've been doing podcasting for ten years or six months or you haven't done it at all, you if, you, if you're new to the business, you're anyone's welcome to come. But come with an open mind, come to learn from other people, and you'll discover podcasting in a way you've never imagined. So I do vouch for it. So that'll be that's a good way to end our podcast. You, and me, we we plug. This wonderful movement that's going on in Dane, Ohio, within podcasting. Yeah. All right. So with that, I've been with Todd DeFox. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. A big thank you once again to Todd DeFox. And also, i got to give props to DeFroto Build Bar. As for the last two months, I've been recording my interviews at their location. They are um, located right across the street from Dane Dragon's Field, Fifth Third Field, in downtown Dane, Ohio. So if you ever want to go to Photo Build Bar, they're a place for 3D model building, but they also have board games. You can buy beer, 
you can buy cookies, muffins, you can buy baked pizza. So it's a little cafe, you can read magazines, you can play old school style video games. It's a fun place, but it also got an open space, and it's really peaceful during the week. So I've been doing my podcast recording during the weeks when they don't have events, but you can also rent out their space. They got a back room where you can watch movies, um, host a game night, have after a wedding, wedding reception. They are a fun, it's a fun place. I'm very impressed with what's going on at Froto Build Bar. So I want to thank them. I can't thank them enough for letting me do my recordings for Ohio's on Fire this last several months. And we're continuing to work on a way to improve our relationship as I'm going to experiment with some streaming. Of course, I actually got a couple of interviews coming up for Ohio's on Fire. I got an interview with at least two different personalities, and I hope to release those in July. The last eight to ten months, it's been a while. I joined Eventide Podcast Network back in September. They have helped distribute my programming to the iHeartMedia app and to Spotify and to places that I hadn't been before. And, of course, I joined a network that also involved Don Smith's Life, The Breakfast Lads. They're out in Chicago. Of course, I also had Aaron Lopez's The Drive-In. And Mike Shea had several podcasts on there. Mike Shea, he shocked the world recently. Him and Robert Yetter, they were the co-owners of Eventide. They announced that they are going out of business, and at the end of July, there'll be no more, and it was they, they fought a long time about their decision, and I was very shocked, a lot of us were shocked by the news, because I really enjoyed being part of the Eventide Podcast Network, as, as I do this, it's late June, so I got a few more episodes that I do plan on putting up for them, up until they go out of business, and it does ask the question, what, is, what am I going to do now? What does Daniel Diesel and Ohio's on Fire do? I am making plans to go independent. Because really the only network that I know of that I think would be good for me would have been the Eventide Podcast Network. And I am very grateful that they believed in me enough to have me provide programming for them. But yes, they are making a decision to close their doors. And everyone that's on there now, they got to make the adjustment to go independent. What I'm going to do, I'll announce some things I'm doing now. I'll take this time to do that. I will leave the Eventide Podcast Network pretty much after they close. They're going to close their doors officially on July 21st. I plan on having at least two, after this episode you're listening to now, in July I'm going to have the episode up with a group of people that I'm going to be talking to soon. And of course you'll find out on that episode who won Pop Week. And I'll give a little tribute to the final four. I'll talk a little bit more about each of the four artists. Because I'm thinking July 5th is when I'll release the next episode. July 12th, I'll either will air a replay or I'll air a brand new episode with the person I'm trying to get in touch with. And then July 19th, it'll be the last thing I do with Eventide Podcast Network. It'll be the championship show for Dayton's Any Music Madness 2019. I'm going to do a live stream, hopefully on that Tuesday before... And then I'll release exclusive material along with the podcast in its entirety Friday, July 19th through Eventide. And then Eventide will close its doors. I haven't decided which host I'm going to transfer my material to. You will. The shows I have up now, you will hear them at some point. They won't just disappear. At least I'm hoping that's not the case. I don't think it will be. So I'll, I'll share this tidbit. Um, the shows I did while I was at WWSU... 6.9 FM. I am moving that to anchor.fm slash 
Ohio's on Fire WWSU. That's currently the name of the URL. Everything I did in college, or pretty much anything that I can't make money off of that I did as a nonprofit just for experience, it's going to go to that feed. And one last thing that I will share right now. I'm working on a top secret project that does loosely relate to college radio and some individuals that's involved with college radio. I'm working on that right now. It could fall through or maybe it won't fall through. Maybe you'll be successful. So wish me luck on that with my super secret college radio project. It's something I've, it has some, it is something I haven't done before to give you a hint on what it is exactly. So stay tuned for that if things work out. So with that, I think I shared everything. I had some things to get off my chest. Yes, I am bummed about Eventide going away because I really liked what we were doing. I respect Mike and Robert's decision to put an end to it. They made a personal decision to close these doors forever. They've been around for seven years and some. and so They were a music label and then they became a podcasting group. And they're closing its doors. But when one door closes... Another door opens, and that's my advice I give to everyone today on this episode. And I really appreciate the turnout for this year's tournament. For the first time ever, we did this in the summertime. It's doing better than I thought it would. But I also think I've, been, I've gotten feedback saying that for those that suffered through the tornado, that happened back on Memorial Day. Of course, we also had a bunch of idiots, as me and Todd talked about. Some idiots came in and caused trouble. And it was there was a big distraction over a few day period back in May. Dayton went through a rough period, and a lot of people were saying that their chance to listen to music and to listen to podcasting, especially a show like this, has really helped them heal. And that really touches my heart. And for those of you that reached out to me, I really thank you. It validates what I do. So I'm really happy. I, things happen for a reason. So it's very rare that I do this Dane's Day Music Madness in the summer because I don't plan on doing it in the summer. I hope to do future ones. It won't be in the summertime. Due to circumstances, it was the summer. And it happened for a reason because it really touched people's hearts. And I'm very happy I was able to do that. Thank you for inviting me in your home. So with that, once again, please vote for these artists. Help them out. Please raise money at www.patreon.com slash ohioisonfire. Please help Dane's Day Music Madness out. Anything, any package that you buy, you get benefits from myself, and you'll raise money towards the final prize pool for the four finalists. Because if there's no money, there's going to be, and I want good prizes, and you need, I want you to help me. I need my audience to help me. I need the fans of the music scene to really help me with that. I would greatly appreciate it. Let's make this special. And of course, you can vote on Friday when the free poll opens on Facebook for Pop Week. As this comes out nationwide, Friday at 1 p.m., they'll be Friday at 8 p.m. when on Facebook, at Dane's Day Music Madness on Facebook, the free poll opens. So please go and vote. And have a great weekend. Please enjoy enjoy the summer. Enjoy life. And remember to love one another. So with that, Todd the Fox, pop music fans, Dayton, Ohio, that's the way it is.